so uh, welcome to the first uh, episode of We Are we Something, are something else. else. Yeah. Yeah. It took us forever to come up with a name for okay. that because we thought of a million things and then we figured Kevin Hart, you are something else. And that, that we kind of <laughs> Kevin Hart. And you are something else, you know that? that we <laughs> had that, else. you know, in, in common. We're like, all right, well, well we are something else. Mm-hmm. Like, That'll be different because everything else we decided was already taken. Okay. So. And didn't right. want anything to be uh, misconstrued to be like, oh, they're just talking about sports or, oh, they're just talking about music or, oh, they're only talking about shoes. Right. Because that uh, was the main question we got was, well, what is it going to be about? Everything. I mean, all the stuff that we like to talk about. Yeah. You know. So we figured we, the first show would be easy, somewhat easy because I'm still struggling, but it's right, right. the top five albums of 2017. I mean, and we're still the the beginning of the year, so it's still kind of fresh, I think. Mm-hmm. So I figure it's a it's a good topic. Yeah, it's a good topic. Now, mind you, there's a lot of honorable mentions because I thought that two of my for sure top five albums were 2017, but it was 20, end of 2016, <laughs> right? Which right. made my whole list jacked up. Right, 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 right. All right, right. so before y'all get into it, I want to produce you while you're doing it real quick. <laughs> Tell the people who you are. Yeah, exactly. You know. You first. Uh, my name is Chris Burkhaw, aka CB, the Bear Claw, the uh, the sexy Danish, over here. So, yeah. And up until then, I didn't have a real name, but I'm gonna <laughs> go with. Uh, we're gonna go. With, this is this is Kaleo. That's my my MC name. So there you we'll go. Stick That's with right. Kaleo. There we there go. You go. Yeah. I'm the I'm the mystery voice, the guest for this evening. I go by the name of Superfly TNT. Here we go. DJ, hey, producer, podcaster. Now you know what I mean. Here we go. So, Let's do it. And I'm we are at his house, his studio, which is it's yeah, amazing, better than what uh, I have. Thank you for for hosting us. Oh, no, thank that's you, a blessing, you. man. I'm just I'm just trying to learn here and, and be a part of something. And since so. we didn't let you in on the topic, now you know the topic, exactly. so you can you can pitch since you're a DJ. Hey, there yeah. we go. You can pitch in what you played the most. And you're or doing what you, albums, yeah. So and then yeah, yeah, yeah. then we're also tying. And you can talk singles too, but okay. we also tying in top five albums of our lifetime as well. Wow. Right. That's gonna be the second. That, that was the hardest part. No, that's that, the hardest part. That was. No, because that was a. I thought doing one year was a tough topic. Then I actually went back because I listened to so many different types of music that then seeing, like, thinking about my entire lifetime, trying to narrow it down is that was tough. It was it was tough. So yeah, yeah. I was supposed to do five. I mean, I got, I've got ten, but the top five are what really matter and everything right. else. Like honorable mention. Oh, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was tough. So yeah. we can do. I'm I'm confident in my top five at least from 2017. Yeah, yeah, mine, mine after a certain point, there wasn't that. There was a lot of music because I even went through Wikipedia to figure out everything that was released in 2017. <laughs> yeah, about to make me go through my <laughs> and phone. And I went through there and I was Serato. like, yeah, I forgot that was released. I forgot that was released. Right. And I'm like, well, who was that? Because a lot of they also rank, you know, True. like star wise, right, right, how right, the albums right. were in 2017. So I did listen to a couple of new things last night and I was like. I'm gonna stick with the what mm-hmm. I and I like you know full full disclosure. It's not like I listen to everything. Same here, you same know, here, same here. It's so. not like I listen to absolutely everything, but for what I did listen to, the one the five that I narrowed it down to are mm-hmm. the ones that stood out. And I do think that I might have a couple on here that you you may also have. Oh, I'm sure, but I, I'm but sure. I do believe that I have. You know, maybe maybe one or two on here that you definitely don't, and that would you know, and that where that would be where the uh, the just 
the magic of listening to music and right. what you know what you like, what other people like, right. and all that kind of stuff comes in. And hopefully, like once we get this platformed out to social media, we can give people a voice to comment on. They might throw some things out there that I think right. about, or maybe I should right. re-listen to. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, with the uh, it was what the 14th anniversary of um, college dropout. Um, so so I literally literally so I was on the road a lot today I listened to the entire thing and I'll I'll be honest it had been some years before I did a a, a all the way listen through and I literally every track I was like oh my god classic (laughs) oh classic and it was was ridiculous it was it was ridiculous and that and that wasn't even an album I was thinking about when I was going over my my all time I was like oh well Good thing we're not having that show yet. Right. <laughs> Yo, that, that album made me feel old when I when I found that out the other mm-hmm. day, and it, I I texted my man. I was like, "Yo, College Dropout came out, you know, fourteen years ago. That's longer than we were been in K through 12. Oh <laughs> right, right. I remember where I was the night I first saw the Through the Wire video. Word, yeah. And I really, yeah. And I and I felt bad because I was. Head over heels for Jay, like Jay was like my man Rockefeller, mm-hmm. right? And I didn't follow the production side of Rockefeller to really know. I was like, Con- who? I, was like, I had who no was idea that he had and, his hands in so much of Rockefeller. And then even the Ghost production before that, yeah, yeah, with, but with like the Mad Rapper, yeah, that's and, but you know, all kinds of stuff. I never knew that, so I had to go back to listen. I was like, that's got Kanye written all over, yeah. it. like, and it's not even he doesn't even get credit for it, yeah. right? The stuff with Beanie Siegel, oh you know, the stuff that you I mean, freeway. even and, in uh, at the end of College Dropout, when because the last track's like thirteen mm, minutes long. That's, that's always <laughs> I can listen. Man, that, and I and he and he's giving you all that insight, exactly. right? And he's talking basically, you know, if he didn't have these connections, who knows, like whether he would even have a legacy? Like who knows whether any of this stuff that we look at now is like actually like Kanye because Kanye is one of those artists as much as he's aware of that mm-hmm. um and a lot of people like to give him uh flack for it like it's real like he's gonna be the same way that our parents talk about certain artists from their day right you know right. we're gonna be able to talk about Kanye in that sense because he he's done that like he, right. he actually has made history and uh regardless of what he's done in the last number of years <laughs> which right, is right. more comical uh maybe um you know he he's he's left a mark he's made a stamp and oh, no question. Yeah, I went. I was watching a podcast with Mace, and Mace was talking about how he knew Kanye way back when, yeah. and he knew from the jump Kanye had a plan. He knew how he was going to get there. He knew what he was going to wear when he got there, and then the next level, next level. He said, so he knew Kanye was going to have longevity compared to other people. But when I look at like even with Kanye now, so the I think the ranting is what kills people's <laughs> vibe about Kanye, and but most like, people don't like. Um, like people gave LeBron a lot of a lot of crap a couple, a little while ago when he was like he was talking about I am a basketball genius and blah blah blah. Like people don't want you to be self aware of that or they want you to be more humble about it. Mm-hmm. When in reality, there's nothing to say that you need to be humble about it. Like, so, but people just don't. It generally rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, yeah, and I get. I understand it. I watched um, the No ID interview that they did on High 97, and he talked about how Kanye has been that way. That's the only Kanye he knows. Like, he's walking up to people telling him he's going to be Michael Jackson right. in, like, 1995. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's right. just like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. He, he had that, you know, he had that confidence in himself that 
Uh, you know, I'm sure all of us wish we could have just a modicum of that. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I mean, because it's it's one of those things to to be all talk, but he's actually backed up pretty yeah, much everything I, that he said. Absolutely. I think the the accident for sure changed that whole perception mm-hmm. of like, yo, urgency. You only got one life exactly. to live, urgency. and we're going right now is is the time. So yeah, 14 years for college drop. Good grief, yeah, like. Yeah, Dude, no, it's it's funny because uh, to me, be, being a thirty year old, you know, at this point, um, I re- like when this came out. I was this was one of our albums that we rode around to back in high school, like going from track practice to soccer practice and all all the stuff that we were doing. You know, we we had open lunch at Gaithersburg, <laughs> so uh, you know, riding over to the mall. Like this was this was one of the albums that we just had on repeat. And the, to think back and be and you know just be made uh, aware of mm-hmm. how long ago that was. Birth yeah, of man. the soul sound, right? That's what absolutely. Is. I remember. So uh, when College Dropout came out, I had just graduated, and I I was already working. I was working at UPS, and I was getting and up at it. like two in the morning. And I remember like every morning putting on spaceships. Oh <laughs> that my was God. The, that that was, how, that got me oh, through. That, that got me through. That oh. is how I rode to work every single night. And so to, till this day, that song is like ingrained in that work experience. And just the, the whole point of being a college dropout. Now I was a college graduate, but I was working where I did not want to work. And it was like, that just spoke to my soul. You know what I mean? That even to start off with the, was that like a gospel hymn? The, yeah. And just lead straight into it, like. Well, that's you know. the the samples Marvin Gaye. That's right, the, right. Uh, you know the the. Uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, oh, now I can't think of the song. I'll continue. I don't want to. I don't want to do. But yeah, from start to finish. Distant Lover. That's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Start to finish, I was just. I mean, fourteen years. Yeah, amazing. Um. All right. So, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Brought us a lot of. Um, there was some heat. Heat, and then it brought us a lot of familiar faces back to the game. And, yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, some disappointments, some surprises, for sure, because I gave a lot of new music some chances this year. And I, mm-hmm. I Can I ask two questions? Mm-hmm. Are you um, talking about one genre, or is this all genres? And then do you have any criteria, set criteria that you all based your decisions on? So my criteria was if I can listen from start to finish – more than once without skipping and interpret the album differently every time that I heard it. So that, that gives me, you know, puts it up there. Like, okay, this was a great album. For, and then I skipped the ring. I listened to everything. So I just so happens, whatever fell in the list was, I mean, it just was what it was. It stood out. But I mean, John Mayer was on my list that I've listened to 2017. I was, um, <laughs> there you go. He didn't necessarily make the cut, but uh, it was, <laughs> It's a good album. Yeah, no, and I mean for me, um, there there was no specific genre requirements. Uh, I li- I listened to a lot of stuff, and one thing that I realized is my all time list is actually very different from how my 2017 oh, list yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mostly because most of what I listened to last year, uh, for the genre of music that most people that already know me and know what I listen to a lot of, they might be surprised because there wasn't a lot of albums in like heavier rock which is what i've no what i'm known for to, mm-hmm. to listen to um that i really cared for as much but there was a lot of hip-hop and mm-hmm. things in on that side of the fence 
that I just could not stop playing. And so for me, um, when I was basically, uh, you know, gauging albums for whether I thought they were the best of the year, it was what was the replayability? What was, you know, were there any tracks on there that I felt that stood out that immediately Mm -hmm. when I heard them, I was like, hold on, let me go back and listen to that again. Um, You know, so replayability and stuff that I felt that from top to bottom, because when I think of a good album, I don't need to be fast forwarding through tracks. So, you know, whether it's a 24 track double album or whether it's a 10 track, you know, whatever, um, if I could listen through it all the way and not feel the need to you know like oh this is the the part of this album is lulling and i gotta skip through though those got a lot of a lot of consideration for me yeah well what about what about you like what if what would be what would be your criteria for mm-hmm. a, a great album so as a dj um you you if if you ever so you you're, you you want to become a dj right one mm-hmm. thing you'll find out is that you ruin your love for music <laughs> immediately <laughs> you told me that a couple weeks right. ago Dang. um but then you kind of retrain yourself to begin to appreciate it again mm-hmm. so when i listen to the curses like when you first listen to music you only listen to it in the in the mind frame of will this work in a party um and as does this jam and then if it doesn't do that then you kind of put it in a whole other category so like what what happens for me like what I tend to listen to personally does not um it does doesn't always equate to what I'm going to play as a DJ um cuz a lot of times I listen to stuff to escape the music that I have to play all the time um not that I don't love those singles too I mean you know I love all that stuff but um for me like what 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 makes album of the year I think also the the idea of being able to play it all the way through I like the idea that of it being a, a complete body of work, not necessarily like a playlist or um, just a collection of singles. Mm-hmm. Um, totally agree with that. I, if you're if you're telling a narrative um, and if the production is cohesive, I think that's you know yeah. those are kind of my criteria. Right. Okay. Did you uh, narrow it down to like one specific album that you thought was overall the best, or did you just no? Do I just a... did my top five of what I, I what I, I did. Thank God. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that was God. too much. Just one because <laughs> music yeah, speaks. Trying to rank them once you got music there. speaks so much different languages, so you can't right. narrow it down because it's all right. mood based too. So right, true, true. Uh, I, I will. So my first, I'm gonna, we're probably gonna have a lot of similarities. Yeah. So I'm gonna start with the obvious. Okay. Uh, and that's gonna be Kendrick Lamar's "Damn." Whew. Start to finish. Whew. I mean, it was even so good that you listened to it backwards. It was oh, something completely my different. God. He put out two albums, up, man. And nobody, nobody. The album title, I think, is is kind of what hit you. This is what you're going to get. Right. It's going to exactly. say this, you know, and that's all you can say at the end of it. Right? I mean, <laughs> the, the big thing for me was even before when he dropped the heart part four. Just the lead up. Lead just the lead it. up. And then he, what was it, Humble that came out right mm-hmm. before that, right before the album dropped. But the heart part four. Him actually just like spitting in there, and so I was like, "This is the Kendrick that um." I was like, "If the album's gonna be like this, son, oh!" And I remember, I I wait. I was up at midnight waiting for Spotify to reload to tell me that I could go and listen to it. And as soon as soon as DNA kicked in, I was like, I just threw my hands up because I, right, yeah. I was listening to it in my headphones because my brother and uh, one of his boys was over there were playing video games, and uh, they got two K running or whatever, and. I was like, no, you guys need to stop playing. You got to listen to this album right now. This, this, this is what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Do you have a favorite track? Um, I like a lot. 
And that's the thing about being able to play through it all. But Loyalty might be my favorite track on the album. Um, the uh, the Rihanna aesthetic. Yeah. It, like it, I don't. To me, that entire track. I remember. So I was in uh, Hawaii during uh, during the summer. Um, the album hadn't been out for all too long, and we were in this club, and Loyalty came on, and I went berserk. Yeah, and I was. I, I, people probably knew that I wasn't from around there at that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I just started going nuts, and I remember for the next day and a half, I basically didn't have a voice because I, the dude, he played that um, after he had played DNA, and I was like, "This DJ is sick." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what the sample is for loyalty. I don't. You will I, be surprised. You know I, what it is? I, I, you know, I, I didn't even look that up. I right. know there's something there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's something familiar, but it, I I did not look that deep it's, into it's it. So, it's so crazy, especially like given the Grammys, you know, and uh, uh, it's 24 karat magic. What? Really? Yeah. That little part that goes tonight. Oh. It's just know? that backwards. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even. Th- that's dope. Yeah. That's so dope, man. I'll play it for you after the thing. So yeah. early? Yeah. Did that. Uh, that's wow but yeah no i mean my standout tracks um definitely dna element i remember like, i was at dinner around my parents humming element and i was like i can't say the actual words out loud yeah. um that's probably my favorite song to spin yeah is element is element yeah i, I mean I, that that uh loyalty humble love i really like mm-hmm. uh xxx i really like Pretty much all you name it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going down. You're right down like, No, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like because he had how many songs, and so many of them, I'm like, yo, yeah. I could just think about these on my own and be like, no, I need to listen to this right now, right. rather than wait to get to right. it yeah. in a track list. And to put the album in a the track, I mean, to layer list the tracks to a perfect T to where you're already thinking about. If you play it backwards, it's going to tell a different, complete different story. Same songs, complete different story of how this album yeah. is supposed to be played out. It's just like. Yeah. And just so many layers. I mean, you, like the whole concept of playing things backwards. And there's so many like backwards samples in that in that album that if you you physically play it backwards that you pick up on. You know, that's, that's how insane. we pick up on that sample. Right. That's so cool. it's, it's not just playing the track list backwards. You know, if you if you have the ability to go and listen to the record like an album in reverse, it's pretty crazy. My main question was was that him on the front cover of the of the album? I think it was. I mean it looks like him, but then right. it, it could be like a better some some additional stuff added to it. I think it's him, but it just looks right. like it's a bad I mean, angle. That, I mean that's you know not a uh, <laughs> to put it in a not an angle we're used to seeing Kendrick, right? Mm-hmm. You know, did you all buy into that? You know, the the kind of marketing hype that the second album was coming called Nation. Uh, and all that yeah, kind of stuff? yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, that, me and Phil literally talked about that every day at work. <laughs> literally, I'm like, the album never like, came. What are you talking about? And then the article. Did you yeah, see me the article? There was an article. I can't remember which site it was off of. It might have been like Team Backpack or something. But they were like, "Yo, there is a second album." And it's if you listen to damn backwards. Right. And so then immediately I went and did that. And I told Phil, I was like, bro, this plays like a completely different (laughs) album backwards. This is so sick. Right. Like, this is amazing. And listening to it forwards and then listening to it backwards and seeing how some of the stuff played out. Because I there was stuff that I questioned listening to it the front ways. And it made so much sense listening to it in reverse Mm -hmm. order. And I was like, this is this is amazing. Like the like. 
the to think of everything this way and the way you're talking about constructing it. Yeah, that was dope. The narrative of it really brought me back to Good Kid, Mad City, which <sighs> was like the mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't on Kendrick on Section 80, like I or any of that stuff before. No. Like I heard Good Kid, Mad City first and then went back. No, that's it. Same with listen. me. I'm same old. Like me. I wasn't giving any new rappers any. No, that's same that, thing. He's the first person that I. I didn't get. get into Kendrick until I went and saw the Yeezus tour and he opened okay. up for Kanye. And I'm like, yo, this dude can spit. Actually, I take take that. I started liking when Lloyd remixed Swimming mm-hmm. Pools. Yeah. And I was like, gave it a whole new, just like, okay. You know what's crazy? You remember Sim, right? Yeah. So, like, in the Section 80 days, like, Kendrick came to, I believe it was the um, U Street Music Hall and performed there during Section 80. Mm-hmm. And wow. Sim opened up for him. Like they got pictures. That's I've dope. seen pictures of it and everything. And I was like, oh wow, you know, Kendrick Lamar. And I just started seeing his name around. And I was like, I'm I'm not buying this record. Yeah. He's a underground artist. Like I, I know nothing about it. You know, I heard that song, uh Seri- what was it? Serial? Uh, yeah, the name of Cartoons and Cartoons and Serial. Cartoons and Serial, yeah. And That's actually like, my that is my brother's cool. favorite song off I, of the album. I thought and, it was cool, but it wasn't like I was a little older, so it just right, didn't right. And my brother with my me. brother's four years younger than me. Yeah. So. It it just didn't hit me like that. And, and the I voice was, inflections, I didn't really like the way he just It was like, different. Hey, just kind of like, but yeah. I think for me, something that actually made that a little bit easier to start like dealing with because before I feel like most of the hot dudes had the same, right. like like the same flow or, cadences, or exactly. the cadences and everything, mm-hmm. like everything was much harder. Um, and then Drake popped off, right? And Drake does not have a traditional hip hop rap voice. Um, and even though Kendrick obviously, so like his verse on Control, which really I think blew him up. That yeah, you know was... the the way that he spit that was something that resonates with people that like that harder, uh, that harder flow. But on Good Kid, Mad City, that entire album, he had like doing the 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 higher pitch stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it 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 gave it a different right. feel, and it was something that thinking back on it, I actually appreciate more. In and once terms I got into it, him, and how it built I, up the album, I appreciate. Once I got into him, I was, you know, I remember I like sitting in my living room and I played. Uh, I was just like, all right, good kid, man. Everyone's talking about it. People I respect whose opinions I mm-hmm. respect about the album. Just the day it came out, we're talking about it. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to get this dude a shot. So and side, I, just sat, I just sat there and I was just blown so away. I've like, listened to Good Kid, Mad City. I'm going to admit, I listened to a bunch of times, but I never listened to it from start to finish. Just because I, I just picked and chose the songs I wanted mm-hmm. to listen to. Mm-hmm. So recently, I listened to the whole album front to back twice. To figure out, and remember the album stops at, uh, not Compton, but the song after Com- the one with Just Blaze. That's the last song. Yeah, and then it's like a, a, a couple, couple bonus exactly. tracks after that. But then I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's a whole new interpretation of the album I never picked up on because I just I would pick up at certain out al- uh, songs they would play, certain skits at the end. Mm-hmm. So what was your interpretation of what Good Kid, Mad City was about? Oh no, it was about uh, it. It I think it worked on a few levels. So you know, Good Kid, he's the Good Kid. Mad City is, you know, South Central. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just about trying to navigate your way, you know, through that growing up, you know, in that environment. Um, but then it's all it also works, I think, on a spiritual level, too, because, you know, they talk how they start out, you know, the, the Lord's prayer. Starts yeah. out praying. praying yeah. And right when, you know, his friend gets killed, they go and, you know what I mean? They they it, the whole narrative behind it, like they go back and the woman, whoever they were talking, whatever yeah. woman they were talking to who told them to pray that occurs at the end of the album, mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? And and so that's what I kind of picked up on. I I felt like the album started, at least with the prayer, started towards the middle of the album. Mm-hmm. Almost like the way Damn does. But, it's a cycle. Yeah, it sort of starts in the middle of the album. Mm-hmm. But the interpretation I got, because the skits infused it in for me, was he takes his mother's van mm-hmm. and he goes, picks up his boys, and they go around robbing people all night long mm-hmm. till they get to the lady's house mm-hmm. and she saves them. And then the album takes a turn to where now he's appreciating life in the city. And the, the whole album just changes. And then that's when you start getting comped and you get. So that was my, that's how I felt just because of the way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this, this is good. <laughs> and what? I think it was more than rock because one of the, they go at one, you know, the, like Shireen's like one of the They're first going, songs. Yeah. He's going to go visit this chick yeah, who right, doesn't right. know who lives in a, in a, in a, in a rival gang territory yeah. area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Risking his life for, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Some draws. Um, <laughs> but so it, it, you have all these different songs that have theme swimming pools, you know yeah. what I mean? Alcoholism. You have right. all these themes that so, the songs in and of themselves are narratives right. and then they fit into a larger narrative. Right. You know what I mean? And I think damn works basically yeah. kind of in the same way, right. not necessarily in a linear form, but just in a, you know, the whole idea of kind of starting right. um, at the end. Right. Right. You know right. what I mean? It, it was brilliant. I thought. So what about you? What you got? Like, because do you, did you have Dam on your list? I definitely had Dam was okay. the first one I wrote so, down. That was very easy. Okay, to, so uh, we'll mark that off. Okay. Very, very easy to uh, to come to a conclusion for for me. Okay, well, so give me one now. Throw um, one at me. So the uh, the next one that I have written down um, was Big Fish Theory by Vince Staples. Um, for me, uh, from front to back, um, mm-hmm. it's a different vibe from I think what a lot of people would have thought Vince would be coming out with, but I mean, for me, there was a good mix of he had gotten into like some electronic type yeah. stuff, um, and then but also having some really like bass heavy, um, like just bangers and stuff on there. So for me, from front to back, Vince Staples just in general is one of my favorite artists. Uh, the whole package that he brings, um, like some of the social commentary that he's not afraid. Um, you know, he he he's. You know, tell the president to suck a dick. That's one of his. <laughs> um, you know, so like he uh, is that pre or post Trump? <laughs> I, I think that was post. I mean, this is on this album, so okay. um, uh, yeah. And I think that because that's in back back. So listen, to, like, <laughs> and so like he and also when it comes to sports, the dude has like an insight on sports that I'm really interested in because it's all it's it's so West Coast and I've you know only lived on the East Coast, so there. For me though, the entire album from front to back was that was killer for me. And um, highlight tracks: Big Fish to start, um, Love Can Be. Uh, that's got Ray J in it. Because um, mm-hmm. he uh, doesn't list any of his his guests. Right, Seven Forty Five, yeah. which has uh, Seven Forty Five is just him. Samo is got ASAP Rocky on on the mm-hmm. hook, uh, and Yeah Right, which is my favorite joint featuring Kendrick, and that joint just destroy that like brings buildings down yeah. as far as i'm concerned that song is so hot it was one of my top five listened to songs in 2017 according to spotify yeah. so did you do you rock that any of those i have i don't not i do not have the album i have a couple singles from the album um so i haven't actually heard the whole album but you know i definitely think you know some of those jams mm-hmm. um i listened to it like we, we talked about at work right. um it's on. It's, it's, I wrote it down on the list as far as albums that came out. Right. Uh, didn't make the top five because right. there was so many other things. But um, I definitely uh, 
I do listen. I do rock to certain songs. Yeah. There, so yeah, well, that's good though. We we definitely have something different on our list. Right. 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 Um, right, right, right. I'm gonna go with another obvious. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that uh, all the real, all the true hip hop heads will have this one too. Is uh four four four. I mean, Dang. just. I mean, you you can't. If you're a grown man, like you can't. You yeah, can't you, if you can't that deny that one, we've been begging for Jay to drop. You got to be married and maybe have a kid in order to relate on that level, right? But, we've been begging for Jay to drop something, another just dope album, and I mean, he's he's dropped some stuff here and there. I mean, did you see that coming though? That, no, that I, subject matter. Not that, that, you know. So then that was so that was my question. Did you do you think that? I mean, obviously. It's all real life scenarios. But do you think it was a marketing scheme by both of them when they realized, you know what? Let's just humble out. Let's put ourselves out there. You know, she's going to do Lemonade and then I'm going to follow up with whatever may come. But just we're going to put it out there. We're going to be. I think it was calculated to some degree. Um, Because there's no way she dropped Lemonade and he did not know about it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to put it as real. I'll put it as real. I mean. I think some of that stuff happened probably before they got married. Yeah, yeah. There's some so, truths to it. Right. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that you know they're drawing on something there. Right. There's some source material there. Uh, I I still find it. I mean, and I'll, also this is just because you know I'm I'm just a regular dude. I'm not Jay Z, so how can I imagine stepping out on Beyonce? Like I can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. Right. You right. Know? I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people call him crazy for doing that, and then the fact that he is Jay Z. I mean, right. a lot of this stuff. How does that happen without anybody knowing, anybody saying something? Right. That's. I mean, we got pictures of Kevin Hart in the back of the van, like the <laughs> the night of. Right. So you know, so like for real, if this kind of stuff, you know, if it was happening. Hey, for them for them to be able to then profit off of it, why not? Yo, they are the goats. Why not? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think like the 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 level of uh authenticity in the writing makes me think some some of that mm-hmm. stuff really happened. Mm-hmm. Um if not all of it or and then some of it is just things that you might just think about as a man, think right. through your decisions. You know what I mean? What are the consequences of, of if I do X, Y, and right. Z? You might not have to actually go out and do it, but if you even think through those things, that's the kind of right. you know stuff that I feel like you know kind of came out came out of that album. Um, and and I, the whole album is not based off of infidelity. It's, right, I mean, right, it's just right. him that's opening up song, another yeah. door, mm-hmm, exactly. Because the smile about mm-hmm. his mom coming mm-hmm. out that true. Yeah, it's all about just revealing. You know what I mean? That he, Jay Z, spent too. so long being too, guarded, man. being that kind of traditional street dude mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can't really show your cards mm-hmm. to really just kind of flipping that and you know he's at a point where he doesn't like he can he can afford to yeah. let it all out right. to me this is the blueprint you know what i mean right. like before when, but th- this is the actual blueprint right. and right. we're not he's yeah. not drug dealing anymore right, we know right, that i mean right. he's i just you know he, he's at the top of the pyramid of trying to you know people that's the level people want to get to yeah and right. he's trying to help you know what right I mean? he's yeah. trying to show you show you how to do this son. Right. like that that's what he's doing Man, because I told you I've re- recently re-listened to uh, the Carter Three, and Mr. Carter on there, he's basically Man. like that was supposed to be like a handing of a torch mm-hmm. to Lil Wayne from Jay Z to Lil Wayne. He's been doing that for he's years. Been doing that he for did, so he did that. He long. did that with Memphis Bleak. You know, you know? some 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 waves catch, some of it don't. Exactly. Birdman completely crashed Wayne's wave, or is crashing Wayne's wave, <laughs> to stop. It. I mean, because at this point, right. I mean, he can put out a mix. I, I really think that. If Wayne were to drop something, 
he would have his core fan base. I mean, right. he did Dedication Six, like but that, but it, it's not but resonating. I don't, those right, I don't think it's going to catch on with. I mean, because he ha- he hasn't been able to do anything commercial right. since all like Birdman's got all that stuff tied up. But so he, what was the um, what was the mixtape that he came out with? What was it? Two years ago? I'm not a human being. Nah, or, uh, it was um, it was it was after. I don't think it was sorry for the wait. There was something. Maybe maybe that's what it was. But I remember it was on Spotify for a weekend and I was jamming to it. And then all of a sudden, because of the lawsuits that were going on, like you could only listen to it on one of the other services. And I was like, damn, well, I don't pay for those. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there it goes. So are you li- so, OK, you're you're uh, you're a streamer. Are you is that the only way you consume music now? through that service and if you don't if you can't get it there you don't even check for it uh so i follow a lot of uh like music blogs twitter um so you're not locked in and you're kind of you're kind of up on the new stuff but you might not purchase it unless it right like i'll need to hear something yeah um it's and uh definitely um like i used to be it, it was really more mainstream stuff there like especially when it came to uh like more more poppy even you know just general hip-hop type stuff um for rock music back in the day i used to feel like i had more of a i would dive a little bit deeper check out like the record labels who they had who was up and coming things Mm -hmm. like that um but for me uh in terms of how i consume it's almost it's pretty much through all streaming and then all word of mouth in terms of how i'm going to get on to other newer artists um or if like to expect something new coming out okay yeah yeah i was just curious about that yeah, yeah. i mean i'm still anyway i can get it right i mean i, I got the title subscription mm-hmm. i mean rap radar would point me in one direction to um that piff right, give me right, right some of the stuff that i may not hear you know on the radio but right. or, i don't have a title subscription so i'm missing like you've missed certain things and you know, there's, there's definitely tons. stuff i'm missing because i don't have it yeah so. title at first i don't know the only reason i got title subscription originally was because of the deal prince had made with mm-hmm. them to, yeah, get, to get the exclusive albums right and then it just happened to be that there is an a boatload of stuff that i forgot about on there stuff that allows me to like listen to new artists but i mean it's the way that they have it set up is per- and perfect and i just i hope that it stays the way it is right. and that one day Jay just decided to up and sell it, and then it becomes something completely different. Right, right. But uh, what else you got on your list? Um, I mean, I could definitely. Did you have four 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 in there? No. Nah, so here's the thing: since I don't got the title subscription, um, <laughs> I've only I've <laughs> only got like, Did I send you the link. I've, I've, only, I've only got like one full listen through. So, okay, okay. But okay. so I recognize it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but even even. To go, like Jay is not one of my like go to artists. I, gotcha. I definitely appreciate you know what he means, mm-hmm. and there's plenty of his stuff that I I love to go back to and everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't get hype over Jay like I do like certain other artists. You. Before you leave four four four, I just want to talk about some of the production value on that. Oh, so God, like No yeah. ID did the whole thing. Um, when you do listen to that, if you get a chance to re-listen to that album, mm-hmm. you'll notice that uh, I believe every four bars is different. Throughout the whole, every single song, nothing repeats. There's no loops. Um, everything is kind of played real time, almost like a Jay Dilla kind of, yep, kind of vibe to it. Um, so that was something I, you know, found super impressive. And even the samples, this is just like uh, donuts. 
the samples have additional meaning to the song. Yes. So, you right. know, when you go and do the additional research, you'll be like, oh. It's, Even know, the Stevie, yeah. one, I, 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 didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that was Stevie wanted to begin to smile. Yeah. And I was like, I've heard this somewhere before. And I couldn't remember. I was like, I can't remember what this is. Mm-hmm. And instead of going to who sampled, I eventually got back around because Songs in the Key of Life That's the is first song. That's the very certain song rotation. Like, right? And I'm yeah. like, that's it right there. Exactly. <laughs> that is it. That's the first thing of Songs in Your Life. Yep. Um, and what is what is the song? What is this, what is the key of life? That, Smile. Wow, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's, it's all yeah. It's crazy, man. That kind of stuff is nuts. <laughs> Do you know like why that, he called like it? That, four, that, four, like four? that's actual artistry right there. Yeah, like absolutely. this this isn't just putting stuff right. out just to put it out. Like there's no, there's, there's legitimate thought put behind right. all these different elements. And to me, that that kind of stuff blows me away. Yeah. Do you know why he called it four four four? Why? You know why? I know the story about waking up at four. Yeah, that was that was the, the first song he wrote. So apparently, and it yeah. was at four forty four in the morning. Woke up to write yeah. it. Yeah, so I think No ID and um, Guru have a couple like additional stories around it. They definitely tried to like build it towards that narrative, mm-hmm. um, and I believe like some of it's kind of true. Like he he probably woke did wake up at four forty four, but it's not all you know. What I right, mean? right. There's with that some but, fluff there, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I think, you know, that, that sample, if you get a chance to listen to the 444 mm-hmm. sample, the, um, I went, at, I went and copped the whole album from that sample. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I'll let you listen after yeah. it's over, man. The, that song is incredible. Just, just as like kind of, you know, heart wrenching is kind of listening to Jay-Z go through whatever he's talking about. Mm-hmm. His infidelity that the song, the sample source is also about infidelity and it's a woman singing from her point of view. But that's, that's the way she sings is crazy. That's crazy. Dope. So definitely Dope. check yeah. that joint out. Dope. Got to. Dope. Yeah. What's um. That? Next one I have, I'll go with something that you that I know f- at least was in consideration for you. Mm. Don't know if it ended up in your top five. I know what but you had to say. Big crit forever is a mighty long time. Um. Like a, same thing with with Kendrick. Like I could just start naming tracks that were highlights, but I you know. I'd start going through the entire double album. So, <laughs> you know, that entire joint from beginning to, to end uh, and the fact that you got two different feels from both sides mm-hmm. of the album, mm-hmm. um, more of like the, the performer side and then the more personal side. Uh, but for me, that there are some tracks on there that are just heavy in my just daily rotation. And, you know, it, it stood out to me. It, is it a task for you to listen to a whole double album? Like, how often do you go through that whole? Thing? I don't even remember the last time anyone put out a double album that was like worth listening to, Damn. anyways. So it was one of those things where, for me, once because I didn't listen to it right away, there I heard a lot of stuff. People were shouting it out and everything, and I was like, "All right, well, I like Big Crit." Um, I hadn't heard anything from him since he was on the uh, uh, the Rocky album and uh, mm-hmm. on One Train. Um, which he actually murdered everybody on there, uh, and so I was like, "All right, well, let me listen. Let me listen through." And it was on my way to and from work. I got through the entire thing, and like it, it, it didn't feel like a chore. Remember, mm-hmm. I told you, I was like, yeah. "Yo, check this big crit out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This thing is. Uh, this is the first big crit I've ever listened to. Yeah. I mean, I've heard songs that he was yeah, on. Right, right. Same, and then same for me. Same for me. I start. I think I, I just. It was like a, a, a down week for music. And it was the only thing that really got my eye to release on title. So I listened to it and just like that Southern like sound yeah. and just the beats first of all. So if I can't get in, the beat is always sometimes, but if, I, if I'm not part a fan of the artist, mm-hmm. the beat is what's going to get me first. Right. Just by producing music anyway. And I'm like, 
Yeah, well, this beat is sick. Let's see what he does with it. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard a lot of people with great beats and they do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. There's but, a lot um, of popular music that's exactly that. Yeah, and, but that's because that's yeah. how it gets on the radio. Right, right. But as far as you said, listen to double albums. So I've listened to a couple of double albums. But there's one album that was released last year. Had sixty damn songs on it. That was the Chris Brown. The Chris Brown Heart, Forty does that kind of stuff. Heartbreak too. on a full moon. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to know <laughs> if any Chris Brown fan is listening. Once we <laughs> right text, put this comment and let me know if you actually listen to the whole album, sixty songs, because you if, need you need to find a hobby. Sixty, <laughs> 60 songs. Can you? Give me at least it podcast. all depends on certain albums, right. certain artists. Mm-hmm. But can Chris Brown give me sixty songs on one album that's complete? He's no. gonna argue that he can. I know that. For that's a why fact. he did it, right? right? He's gonna argue that he it's can. Like name a song title from that album. That's you know that's the challenge, bro. Yeah. I got none. You know what I mean, I got none of. Them. But I'm also you know that's I'm not out here jocking Chris Brown, right? So. So I root for Crit. I bought Catalactica. I bought Live from the Underground. I did not buy. You know, the last one, because I partly because I'm like, I'm kind of anti double albums because I just feel like give me the best material. Do it in 10 songs. Right. Damn. Right. You know, it's a Can, perfect example. Right, of that. Just right. give me your best 10 because that that's what you're going to remember right. anyway. Mm-hmm. Even if you give me 25 tracks. True. I'm going to remember the, the ones that jam. So Blueprint 2 was a two out two a double mm-hmm. album. It should have been one. And, and I, got, Guru Guru says that he says that was my mistake. You know, I should have made it one album. And, that, and that's. I say a lot of times with with ours, you get double albums, and it's a lot of tracks they don't feel like they can't let go, and it right. doesn't necessarily fit the mold of the album, but it's yeah. also like I can't let it go either. But it's also a thing of they're trying to live up to Pac and Big, you know what I mean? That's that's, that's also there, that's, you know. Okay, so let's speak <laughs> on that. <laughs> Life after death was a double album, and yep. I can rock that joy from start to, to finish, finish every single time I listen to it, right? Just because. You don't have any more albums from him. That's why. Well, that that's that's probably, that's probably why he, probably he was dead. And that, yeah. he was dead when it came out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. I remember, yo, when that when when after after Biggie <sighs> died, and they started leaking early. Vert, they had they had you know the early um, bone uh, notorious thugs. I believe had notorious thugs. More money, more problems, and hypnotized was the official single. But they had. Those other two, mm-hmm. and they used to play them, you know, random times during mm-hmm. the day on like mm-hmm. KYS and and on WPGC, and I was like glued to I, the radio. It was in the it was in the summertime. I'm trying to tell you, I didn't hit record. I used to record radio right, right. to yes. get the. This is I was a listening WPGC. all day <laughs> for that week when they were playing those songs. I was I was not doing anything away from a radio and that entire time. Sad part. Well, so social media is and internet is given. That taking that feeling that. Yeah. away, right? But I just I remember tuning into the radio, just waiting for like, okay, I know my I know my jam is yeah. coming they up. They said they're playing they this they, hour. They said, it's and it was like that hour. back then. They didn't make like they used to make it. They didn't have the clean version of it. They would just have the little ish. That was like what yeah. you heard. They so actually, you didn't even know all the words to it. Right. Yet. Yeah. Like, He's like, what is he really saying right here? Right. He making up right. what Those you really thought. Those guys that love the bus, right. that whole line was like, zip, 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 zip. But he was Man, still jamming to it. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, double, uh, Art of War was a double album. Bone Thugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wu-Tang Forever. Wu-Tang Forever. Uh, Pox. Um, all Eyes on Me. All Eyes on Me. You realize what era of music we're talking about. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, that's it, just, like, yeah. 
There's been nothing recently. Yeah. I'm sure Amigos yeah. going to do a double album. So they I'm sure. To, I mean, I'm sure. E, so e, so if we're just going to touch real quick on the culture too, there is one track on there that I bang with a lot, and then it's what 19, I 20 other tracks. Um, so that's, for, that's the DJ in me though. Stir like, fry is uh, Pharrell, right? Yeah, that, that's just which that's crazy. Joint, like, but for me, listening through it. A lot, like it almost sounds like it's just one in one song the entire yeah, album. Exactly. But, you know that's their aesthetic, and you know mm-hmm. that works for them. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, there's one track off of Culture Two which is heavy in my rotation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, what is the track? Uh, repeat it. Because right now I'm drawing, I'm drawing the blank. Even though it's um, don't worry about it. Yeah. No, so while you look, I'm gonna yeah, follow yeah, up yeah. with Amigos yeah, thing real quick. Are you gonna? Would you give? Donald Glover credit for why the Migos for bamboozy for, for why they even got like shouted was, him out yeah no um because like Versace like they got they have jam- like for for Open for, for the broader culture for the broader culture yes mm-hmm. you know what I mean but for me like like Migos was already at, right I got you. Migos was future <clears throat> was was already taking on future probably overtaking right. future now um you know what I mean? So I don't I and I think the streets did that. You know right, what I mean? Right. I can't say Donald Donald Glover did it, but he probably put people on who I think he put a whole new been aware before. Exactly. He put a whole new marking onto it yeah. because he said it at the the Emmys. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Right. right. Um you said it was open it, it up. Open it up. Open it okay. up. Like that joint. It's right before whatever their terrible single is that's out with uh Nikki and Carter in that too. But it's like it's not it's not any slight to them, but the chorus for the single is mm-hmm. god awful. Mm-hmm. Motorsport, like okay, motorsport. Yeah. That's everywhere sport. right now. Like, yeah. God damn it, man! That song is everywhere. Right now. No, it's everywhere. That's what's mm-hmm. catchy right um, now. And but that's you know that doesn't speak to me exactly. So you know exactly. Uh, but you know credit. I mean they're they're obviously doing big things because there's people that like that. Right. So yeah. whatever. I'm gonna change it up real quick for the, my, the next one. Right, right. We've seen it be hip hop based. I mean, it's still hip hop based yeah, somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Miguel's War and Leisure. That was, to me, Miguel's always been one of my right. favorite artists, but this album, I mean, I, again, start to finish. Uh, I don't think there's been a, a skip in there whatsoever, but it's, to me, it was dope. I mean, you got the, what's that, the Skywalker, mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. simplistic song. Mm-hmm. And you got Travis Scott on there, like wow, okay, it's just yeah. basic. I mean, there's nothing, no, there's no, there's no levels to it. It's just it's a basic song. People can play at a but party. But it works exactly. And it works at a party. Yeah. But then when you get into to the deeper aspect of that album, like more and more songs, like the the intro, Criminal with Rick Ross, it's mm-hmm. like ridiculous. is it joint with J Cole on it? I don't have yes, that album. Yes, okay. yeah. Come Through and Chill. Yes, yeah, yeah. That and Cole's just yeah, this. That's Sam, uh, Salam Remy, I believe. I, I think that's it. yeah, because he's uh, yeah, he's even he's listed on the track too. Yeah. So, yeah, just an honorable mention. I thought that um, Before Your Eyes Only was 2017 because that right. was definitely made the list. Mm-hmm. And that was late 2016. Okay. And so just like uh, 2014 was came late. Yeah. That, that came late yeah. 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Before Your Eyes Only was. Yeah, honorable that, mention we, cause it, was, it definitely it was a, uh, took um, some research to figure that out. I like the other songs, though, that didn't make the album Neighbors? better than. I like Neighbors. I like um, uh, everybody dies Every- and um, 
Uh, what's the other one? There's oh, yeah, one. the ones that didn't make. Yeah, exactly, um, they didn't make that album. Yeah, I feel like those are better than any song on the album. But I understand why they didn't make the album right. just for the cohesiveness part mm-hmm. of it. Because everybody dies when he was talking about all the yeah the younger hip hop joints. But then he had the other one, a uh, false prophet. Yeah, false prophets. There you he's go. Talking about, about Kanye, Kanye. He's talking about Wale, and I still mm-hmm. know who the third verse was about. But right. just yeah. All right, uh, more leisure. Right. Uh, one that I definitely know that you don't have on here. Mm-hmm. Um, was twelve by ASAP Twelvey. Mm. Okay. Um, the uh the grittiness of it, and it felt it felt like an older album. It felt it felt nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Listen to a lot of stuff. They had uh some stuff that was definitely like Cash Money, Hot Boys, mm-hmm. um, influenced. Um, there's obviously some stuff that's just actually really like New York mm-hmm. that's in there. Um. But I mean, couple couple tracks on there that I really really like. Hop out, uh, which is featuring ASAP Ferg. Mm-hmm. Um, Diamond, which has Rocky on there. Um, uh, Strapped and uh, Last Year Being Broke. Those are uh, those are joints that definitely stood out to me on on that joint. And I know it's not a whole lot of people are familiar with the mob, but n- mm-hmm. you know, outside of Rocky and Ferg, I don't know who actually like how, a number of people that actually listen to the other dudes. And 12's album last year was really I'm gonna was check dope. That out. Was dope. I'm a yeah. fan of both of them, and I didn't, I haven't, I haven't really checked out 12 much, but I love Ferg. Um, I, I think 12's flow out. So I listened to so Cozy Tapes Volume Two was also last year, and I figured out that so the first when the first Cozy Tapes came out, I was like basically if Rocky was in the song, the song was gonna yep. be dope. Rocky's then dope, for the second volume. I realized that the songs that I really liked had 12 in them, and he mm-hmm. was an integral part for why I like my favorite song off of Cozy Tapes 2 is Coziest, which is only 12 It might as well have been on his album. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, actually, uh, for whatever reason, I really like this dude's flow. I like, and I and their beats, they always get on like really interesting and fun beats and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So that was one that stood out for me for sure. Man. I have to commend you because everything you've named. I don't know how you're not walking around more aggressive and ready to kill or fight somebody <laughs> after listening to all that. But you're super calm. Right. Like, you're always mellow. You don't call, like, at work, you just chill. And I'm like, I know it's banging in your headphones, and I know it's banging in the car. And I'm like, right. this dude, it's like a Chick-fil-A worker. Like, I know these dudes are off the clock. They got to be cussing right. out somebody or right, throwing hands right. at somebody. But, yeah, I, I give you credit for I that. I mean, dude, because even, like, I'm in a heavy metal band, man. Like, That's true, you too. Know, I'm, I'm into... The like I want energy a yeah, lot of the times. You, the you know like diamonds for example on on twelve, it's a lot. It's got a different feel. It's a lot slower. Um, but because I need a break every once in a while from the high energy, mm-hmm. high octane, just all the bass bumping, like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know that for me personally, that song stood out because it's different gotcha. from necessarily what I normally listen to tempo wise, gotcha. but. Yeah, I mean, music's an escape, right? Right, right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with so I was for my fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I still got another one, but when I wrote, got down to my last one, mm-hmm. and I had to figure it was between two because I had one, and this is the honorable mention is gonna go to Vic Mensa because okay. I've been that's waiting an honor, for that's an honorable mention I've been for me too. Yeah, waiting you put me for that, and you put Vic me on the drop. That mixtape wise Vic was hot I mean the stuff he did with Kanye with the wolves and it's like yo Vic is dope so autobiography is definitely did you listen to that Marcus uh yeah, preview but I didn't buy it it's 
you know, it, Vic I streamed is, it, of course. Yeah, yeah, so. I know who Vic is, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Vic is on some, I mean, he got a little bit of rock on it. I told you of, uh, when we were talking about it, because you were the one that put me on, mm-hmm. I was like, I I liken it to Kanye with a guitar. Like with an, it, with an electric is, guitar. Is he an executive producer on that? Who, Kanye? Yeah. yeah. He well, was definitely on um, the manuscript, which is the one of the mixtapes that dropped. But on this one, I think Kanye's got maybe maybe like a couple of ghost things going on oh, there. Okay. You could tell. But it's, it's got a good feel to it. I mean, And I was like, I don't know if it's a Chicago feel that I'm getting or if this is actually like just a Kanye feel to it. But right. with Vic being from there, too. Right. You know. And Vic's earlier stuff... Cause he comes from that whole um, chance to rap. They were they went to school together. They they come from the same clique. Right, right. Uh, I can only imagine. I mean, they they were beefing for something, but they they you know they fixed it. Right, fixed right, their right. issues. And they all, they kind of seem like two sides of the same coin. You know what yeah, I mean to me? Yeah. Like <laughs> I would love to hear what they got going on together. Right, you know, that they a they project between the two, or even just you know one song or right. whatever would be that'd be real real interesting for me. So that was the honorable mention, but mm-hmm. that, so the other one that, yeah, I, I I, that I'm choosing over that is uh, the NERD. No one ever really does. Okay. Uh, start to, I mean, it's start to finish again. You've got the the whole lemon with Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Um, never heard Rihanna rap like that before, right, and right. I'm like, yo, uh, if that's Pharrell coaching her through the rap, she did a good job. Um, the beats. I mean, Neptune's was my first first produce. Uh, do, uh, producers that I, yeah. I really banged with when I started making the, music. I was probably like, the first producers that I even became conscious of. Really? Like, <laughs> it, like you know, because before, uh, when I was younger, you know, didn't really pay attention to who was producing the music. And mm-hmm. then it was N.E.R.D. because it was Pharrell. Right. And it was like, wait. And they had the whole rock aesthetic to it, too. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, to, that stood out to me. Right. Well, I was like, I can't be you. I'm not a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, need to, I need to do that. But, and then when you start following Pharrell, you realize, I mean, him and Chad, just the whole, they were part, they, Virginia Beach, like Timberland, Missy, like that. Teddy that whole, Riley. Teddy Riley, like when he wrote Rump Teddy, Shaker, Rump, like Rump, Rump Shaker. Shaker, like you're like, yeah. what? Like, it's just so funny. It's just the chance that people give each mm-hmm. other. And then, SWV, um, he did. Um, yeah. Um, what's that uh, one? Uh, hey. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Open your heart, not your mind. Yeah. That joint. That yeah. one. Um, but Mace again, Mace was like, I gave Pharrell, mm-hmm. you know, Pharrell brought in, um, why you over yeah, you over? and then mm-hmm. people were clowning him in the studio. Like, Who's this dude with like camo and like pink and all that? Like, get this then dude about it. Then Nori came Then Nori in. dropped. Nori was the, like, yeah. <laughs> that was the, that was the floodgate. Super Thug? <laughs> yes, oh my that, God. That I just... the floodgates, man. And then everybody wanted to have yep. that, that, that sound. Yep. So yeah, any, yep. the, every album that NERD has put out. They take long enough for you to be like they definitely to want it. They built up a weight for and you're sure. You're like, here we go. Yeah. yeah. Even though I feel like it's, it's we. I was telling you about this when I was over here last time that it's the first time they only listed Pharrell as executive producer. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the whole Pharrell and Chad, yeah. and it wasn't the. But Chad does get production credits on like song tracks, but as far as album was, maybe Shay. Pharrell yeah. put it. Is Shay on now? Yeah, Shay. I mean, he's got a couple. It's a, it's, a, it's a little lack of Shay too. So I feel like Pharrell probably did it, mm-hmm. sent it out, and then right. you could tell certain things they were in the studio together just because of the vibe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that made the list. That was uh, that was got, an honorable mention. They got, Andre, me. They got Andre like, three thousand on it. They got right. Kendrick on there. I mean, just like yeah, I need to actually listen to the album. That's one album I haven't. 
It's, I, I mean, it. and it's the sound. Like every time you listen, it's a, it's a, the sound is like different. Like okay, and I feel the sound. It's, it's a chill. You can, you right. can work out to it. Yep. Or you can chill to it. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what you got? So uh, this is my fifth one here. Uh, yeah, because I got. And yeah, I, got I don't know. One. I don't know if this is cheating or not. Uh, but fabulous and Jada Kiss. I was about to say. No, that was my fifth. I'm like, no, no one said this. Was like, I was saving that. Friday I was saving that. Street. I was, I was literally <laughs> scrolling past <laughs> it. Like, no one said this shit. Oh, no. Friday on Elm Street. Um, from front to back. Front to we're back. Like, we're talking about energy. We're talking like, and the thing is, is so I'm, and me and Phil talk about this all the time at work, and everything is, for me, when it comes to, rap and hip hop. And I guess I would consider it more hip hop. Like I want lyricists. I want dudes with punchlines. I want I want some witty stuff going on. You know, I don't just want ad libs. And two of the best, two of the best. And I've always underappreciated. Like, no, for oh me, God. and I and Both I told Phil this before. Like to me, all time, Jadakiss is one of the most underrated ever. Right. Um. And because Fab has had like he, Fab's been the dude before mm-hmm. um, or or at least close to the top as being like one of the dudes mm-hmm. and I don't feel like Jada's ever gotten that kind of uh, like that kind of like play in, in the same way I feel way. like it's a curse of being in a group because you right. kind of he does he is not Mike, Michael Jackson of the locks right styles right, right, right. and all mm-hmm. three of them can get busy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so yeah. it makes you think that he's not as brilliant as he actually really is man like no like, and- Jada is it's, it's true, one of those man. things where you have they they don't get the spot like the shine. They don't even they, seek it though, you know. Right. I mean, that's right because you're either a fan or you're not. Like you, right. you, so you either know what they're dropping or you right. don't. Mm-hmm. I love the locks, man. And to me, like Fab, like so Fab's commercial albums are never really on point or as great as his mixtapes. But mm-hmm. his mixtapes. But his mm-hmm. mixtapes. Soul tapes, the the, the joints he were putting out with with Clue over like the before like this is probably summer of the summer yeah the summer joints yeah that he him and uh oh, some it was going back and forth with somebody mm-hmm. every week they were putting out Clue was with and then Envy was with somebody else yeah, and I can't remember who it was, yeah, who was but it? they were going back and forth every Friday releasing the track and all of them joints was were fire the to me an intro. Has to pull you into the album, mm-hmm. yeah. And this, uh, when I tell you the intro, maybe this move, man, kill that joint, man. The just fabulous is I don't I don't know who got who on the intro because right. Jada comes with a little more grimy, you know, part of it. But and breaking down the beats themselves, and so the these using like Freddie samples from yeah, the movie, oh my God. Jason samples from the movie. They had him replayed because apparently they couldn't even. Get it clear. That's why they. That's right. why the album's not it called took, Freddy versus right, Jason. Right, right, right. Because, yeah, uh, when originally, Cinema wouldn't re- wouldn't release the the rights. The rights. Yeah, I mean, you look. They at got the, creative with it. Though. Yeah, yeah. Because you look at the early um the the early like media for it, and it mm-hmm. was all Freddy versus Jason. Exactly. And then when it actually came out, you know, they had right. to be a little bit more uh, creative with it. But mm-hmm. like, dude, Still from brilliant. front yes. to back, I Absolutely. was like, this. Right. I, I I got all like old man and crotchety. Exactly. I was like, "This is what the young kids are missing. <laughs> this is it right here. This is what hip hop's been." Missing. I was like, right. "This is this is hip hop." Right. Uh. The fact that Swiss, yeah man, but Swiss is is, is all over it. For right. The most oh part. yeah. Yeah. Um, There's theme a lot music. of people that uh. What's the what is it theme theme song or theme, theme music? Theme music. Like, there's a lot I of people that that's their favorite track. All exactly. I pray mm-hmm. that I pray joint is soul food. Yeah, principles. Oh. 
just the one liners. You know what I mean? In right. in there. I'm trying to think of some lines that he that he that that Jada just comes out with and it's just like Yo, like, Jada I, and Fe- like I wish I had prepped for this show. The, 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 right, I wish I had him for you. Well, in the intro, <laughs> Fab is like, all of a sudden, Thunder might have been Hoodie Mellow. Right, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> Mellow hadn't been on the Thunder for like more than what, a couple months or something? Like, exactly. I was like, like, oh, this is sick. Exactly. Right. And then when he wrote it, I mean, before we heard it, it probably right. was just like, just like that. I mean, yeah. It's getting real spooky out here. Mm-hmm. All the hood niggas that turn pooky out here. Yeah, like, yeah. New Jack City poo. Okay. Right. Like, whew, like mm-hmm. two different the sharpest, man. sharpest MCs. Right. And you can't, I mean, one's not better than the other because one's going to give you a whole, it's like the, it's a perfect combination. Almost like the watch the throne. Mm-hmm. Right. Jay right, and Kanye right. compliment yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Jay's going to give you some street. Kanye's not street, but he's going to give you swag. He's gonna give you, right. But yeah, mm-hmm. these dudes right here just, yeah. I actually really like Jada Kiss's last album too, Top Five Dead or Alive. Mm-hmm. Um, that was with the gold, from... the gold cover, right? How long mm-hmm. ago was that? I'm, I'm trying to find it now. That may have been sixteen. That's funny. I think it's fifteen or sixteen. Because mm-hmm. I definitely did pick out my favorite lyric from last year, just in general. Was uh, because it was from the Vince Staples mm-hmm. album from uh from Big Fish. He's got this uh this one line where he goes. Spoon upstream while I'm trying to keep my bread from the sharks makes me want to put the hammer to my head. And I was mm. like, damn. Okay. Yes. I was like, yeah, this that's, kid, because like he, he's still a kid. I was like, damn. yo, this dude, he can go. And so that was in the beginning of the year. And then the year wrapped up for me basically with, you know, uh, uh, the Fabulous and Jadakus joint Friday on Elm Street. So, um, you know, just it was killer to me. Like, especially, and that's no pun intended for for that album too. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was that was super dope. I, that's heavy on my. They got tracks that are heavy on my gym right. playlist, my workout playlist. Now there's um, so that, that I guess that wrap that wraps up top five. Uh, there's right. a couple of other albums that were released last year. Was Logic? Logic definitely yeah. put himself in a commercial. shout out Gaithersburg High School. There you go, right? <laughs> Puts himself what in a, a a commercial aspect. You know, with the Black Spider Man on there was probably my my favorite, even though it's an album of good stuff. Um, uh, what else did I have? This is my honorable, oh, honorable mention, which I thought again, this was what threw my list off because I swore <laughs> I had my top two. One was for your eyes only, and then Marcus knows this one. I'm about to say now is Gambino's. Um, that dropped in sixteen. Which one, Gambino? Incredible, Gambino's. Yeah. yeah um, what? Uh, uh, Awaken my love. Awaken my love. Yeah. Right. Oh, you know, because I think initially when we were talking about it, you had those two penciled in. Oh, yeah, that was it. That was, then, a no, uh, it was a no-brainer. Yeah, you're like definitely. And then we went back and looked, and we're like, ah, actually, it came out these like were December 9th, 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember like waking up that morning. I saw on Instagram Questlove post about the album, that, and I was like, damn, that's a dope album cover. And I was reading about, it, so I just went ahead and downloaded it because I'm like, we I'm not. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of Childish Gambino's rap. Stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and I wasn't expecting what happened, and I just started listening to the joint, and literally it brought like tears to my eyes, just how, how well it was produced yeah. and what the music was about. That I didn't did not send it to then them. We, we, it was we like, were all grouped. I was like, go point. get this Atlanta's right about now, to be out, right? Right. Well, yeah, Atlanta- no, it was already out, and that's the that's what the crazy part is. Is like this dude just produced like probably the best thing on television. <laughs> and he's got an incredible, incredible exactly. album. Yes, yeah. man. Atlanta is is so far over people's heads. It's, yeah. it's, Dope concept. I mean, to the point where it's it's funny too. If you visible car, yeah, episode the that episode with the, um, 
the joint with the talk show. Oh my god! What <laughs> yes. the and then the commercials. The commercials. The commercials. He's got like a he's got yeah. one episode yeah, 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 where the yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because I was watching it and I'm like, that was actually tripping me out because that is one of those joints that I've seen. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm like, why is why is why is like Hulu or whatever? Why are they serving me this ad? This is <laughs> right. fucking racist. Like why? Right. What is what <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, it's part of the it's show. Part right. of the show. Yeah. Right? yeah. Way over everybody's head. Like this is as. Part season two coming out soon. Man, too. Wait, and man. Esteemed like, Robin wait. season. I'm just like, okay. Yep. I, I'm 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 waiting for it. And they, he said his next album will be his last. Everybody, when they get big, they're like, oh, the next one's my last. This is right. live up to, last you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the expectations. So, that's, man. I think that's what got Lauren Hill, too. Part of it is having, putting out a great album. How you can't follow it up. Miss I mean, Ed- and she yeah. can't even play the music from Miss Education when she performs because she doesn't have the rights and all that right. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So she has to do. Did you hear that? She has to play like every song. Wyclef has the rights, basically. Right, right. Whoever owns it is not letting her perform it live. Okay. That's crazy. So she has to have all new melodies. For every song. Some people don't recognize right. them when she performs it live. So, I mean, those are like those aren't the songs that they right. remember, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, did you have what, any more albums? No, that was my top five. Right. But then I put down. I mean, just a couple other things that were. Like a disappointment. I will say my disappointment was Eminem's revival. I didn't have high hopes for that. I and then, and I think my issue with Same. that was he did it to where he changed voice inflections again. But that 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 wasn't okay. That was fine. Um, rapping style was fine. We just felt like every song was trying to be a big stadium closer anthem right, type right. thing. He had a, he wants them to work live. He want he had a bunch of female singers which. Nothing against that because of the whole Me Too movement. <laughs> right. But he had Alicia Keys, he had Pink, Beyonce, he had right? Beyonce, and it was just all like big stadium anthems. Just like, dude. And the only song I could mess with on that one was Framed because it takes you back to classic. I know we have to all evolve, right. but. Right, right, right. Whew. Yeah. It, uh, uh, well, that was a disappointment. Um, well, they dropped one. Well, was all right, but. Surprising decent album is uh Sia's Christmas album. <laughs> I need to find it, but that was actually a dope Christmas album. Because like, Sia is on point and then her voice her, is crazy. No, I mean she's she's super talented. Exactly. I don't I don't like listen to any of her stuff, like mm-hmm. go out to and seek it, but um mm-hmm. the stuff that I get to hear, I mean I have, there's, I have there's a reason why so I hear that stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. She I mean she she can sing her ass off. Yeah. Even if you can't see her face. And as far as what was did you have any requests for people to play songs that one like one or two stood out that everybody wants to hear this song and this is like the most popular i mean bruno mars that's the you know what i mean bruno mars that's what i like like guaranteed to play that and then what's what's cool about that song is it works in every audience i can play it i shouldn't be playing it for kids but i do and they know the words they know the words to it Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? It works in all crowds. Um, and you know, you just end up playing it all the time. And actually I don't I can't say I've gotten tired of that song. Like it's no, this is a dope there. song. Like you can't really I was upset Jay got snubbed for a couple Grammys, but I realized why. Yeah, I was I realized he don't he, he got honored the night before. Right, right. And that right. Bruno's album was a pretty dope album. It was it, it was, was, but you know, I still I think there's some, you know, there's the subject matter in Jay Z's album, and you know the things he's talking about, is not, uh, you know, I don't think something like that was gonna get. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I was rooting for Gambino the whole time, and they, 
they gave it was safe. They gave it just uh, gave it away. He was the safest person. I mean, how weren't to. there only like nine tracks on that album or something on yeah, Bruno's Bruno? album? Oh, Which Bruno, oh, yeah. so it was some that one of my buddies brought this up to me. Uh, he was like, "Man, yeah." So Migos comes out with this album that's like a billion tracks long, and the album of the year, you know, last year was it had like nine tracks on yeah. it. They it's keep like, attention. It's not the yeah, track but length, it's the right, quality. Right, of the yeah, album didn't come yeah. out. Was that sixteen? Yeah. Carlos Gambino? No, Bruno. Bruno, Bruno came yeah. out early 16, and the fact that it was still... Because rotate. every song... I mean, he, that, that album is basically like Janet Jackson entire, Control. You can right. put the or, entire song on the, on the Hot 100. But exactly. even for yeah, yeah. the, the Grammys album. to have it on their consideration list. like I mean, yeah. I It had to have fit some time consideration. Yeah. And I do appreciate the fact that he um, acknowledged like Teddy Riley, basically oh, who we God, themed yeah. the album after. Mm-hmm. So for that, I thought that was dope to give them the kind of baby face Teddy Riley... And I'm blanking on the other uh, uh, Terry Lewis. Terry, and, Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam. Um, I thought that was dope. He's um, strong with the Filipino power, so that's why hey. I, I mess with Bruno. That's dope. Uh, no, I mean he's super. <laughs> I mean he wrote like he writes fantastic music. You know what yeah. I mean? From the, album the came stuff out, he did with CeeLo and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. November 18, twenty sixteen. Wow. Yeah. So, so it had to have been at the end of yeah. the cycle to be considered. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I dare anyone tell you tell me like what's the bad song on the album? Like every every pretty much every joint on right. it. Is, is, right, and finesse had already been released, and then he decided and then to come back oh, and, and give, give it to Cardi. And I'm got Cardi on the remix. Nobody nobody was checking for that though. Like when I I used to love that joint. I loved the yeah. I love like yeah. the Jack Swing and just playing yeah. that. But when I would play it, it wouldn't resonate with people. But right. once Cardi got on it, mm-hmm. it started ringing. It. Brought it back to light, and yeah. then the video to follow it, like oh, the yeah. limited colors, like dude, yo, yeah, that's man. why you can't. I mean, Cardi's a star, man. Like, yeah. Whether you like her or yeah. not, like yeah. she, she's a star. Me, dude. Uh, me and my brother were talking about this recently. He was like, honestly, we're at, we're actually at a poker game. There, mm-hmm. we're we're at a table. We got like eight other dudes with us playing playing cards, and my brother was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna throw this out here. I think Cardi B is the best female in the game right now." And so, of course, people were like, "Oh, well, Nikki and Nikki and Nikki. and he's like. Well, what's Nikki doing right now? Because I know Cardi's got three top ten hits right now, mm-hmm. and so I'm just saying, like, and for right now, and, and he was, and his argument was, you know, what is like, what's actually being better than somebody? Like, mm-hmm. what is that? Because you know that is subjective. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. He was like, to me, you know, personally, if you're getting the plays and all that, you know, that mm-hmm. means you're hot, right? Yeah. And so Cardi's say, getting Cardi's on. a star. She's I getting, can't. Best would that's a relative term, no, right? But right, one right, album right, right. I didn't bring up, which I thought y'all would, was Rhapsody's album. Oh, which was it's, 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 it's probably <laughs> neck and neck with yeah, Damn at four four four. In my opinion, like Rhapsody, uh, Knife Wonder Man, like, put, yeah. I, and Rhapsody is a beast. Like, I, and I will say, like, I wasn't like she used to kind of put me to sleep, kind of in the same realm that J Cole does mm-hmm. to a lot of people. But she's just like she's a monster lyrically. Like yeah. I can't. Right. You, there's not many people you could say is gonna outright Rhapsody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and right. I, right. I definitely want to give it. I've, I've listened to it a few times. I gotta give it more. And I, for sure. It's just I don't know. It, it was it's on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the. I don't even. I don't want to put this honorable mention, but it was definitely a dope album. Yeah. A couple of joints. I'm just gonna rattle off real quick. Gold Links album. Um, you know what? And you know, PG County represented. There you go. Right? <laughs> uh, but I thought that joint was pretty dope. Uh, Pete Rock and Smoke Dizzle's album, Don't Smoke Rock. That was good. Tribe. Was that last? So th- that was again, that was like December, November, Th- December. That was that whole, the whole, yeah, that was. It like... came out like right. It came out the day that Dave did, Dave Chappelle did SNL. Right. Um, oh, yeah, oh after and the, that was after uh, Trump. After, that was after the election. Right, after the election. Yeah. 
Um, they got snubbed. Calvin too. Harris song about that <sighs> that that album was really good. Like for just a just a summertime like ride music. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else did I have? Uh, yeah, that was it. Oh yeah. yeah. The only only one that I'll end on because and this is completely different genre, but this goes back to high school Chris. And the stuff that got me into like heavier rock music, mm-hmm. but Glassjaw put an album out this last year, December first, and it had been like fifteen years since their last album. Wow! And so, for th- for me, going back and hearing the hearing this stuff that just took me right back to to high school and all that kind of stuff, I, I was like, I, I just want to make sure that it wasn't one of my top five, mm-hmm. um, but it was definitely one that I paid attention to and one that I was looking forward to once I heard that it was coming out. Man, I don't know where to go to get good rock music anymore. Like it, it's crazy, like yeah. how you just—it's just because it's not popular. It seems right. like it's, no, being, it's, it's been yeah. pushed down. You yeah. know what I mean by other genres. And I miss like HFS. Like that's where yeah. you, that's where I got put on to a lot of like alternative. Dude, back music. in the day when HFS was still around, they would play Eminem and Jay Z along with all the other right, rock Beastie music boys and, stuff. and everything it was else dope it, it was it was i was like this is the perfect station yes. for me because they're gonna play everything that i want to listen to yeah. um but it's funny because the aesthetic like the the like emo kid aesthetic that you know is really um i guess uh, it's basically looked upon as pu- kids from that scene mm-hmm. is now what these like emo rappers Right. are embracing and you know it's one of those things, like it's kind of resurfacing just in a different but instead of kids listening to um my chemical Rem- Ro- romance they're listening to you know like yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. those dudes and stuff so it's one of those things how the like some of that's like some of the material in terms of what they're talking about is, is starting to resurface just in a different genre yeah. so i mean i incubus put out album that was, mm-hmm. was one of my top groups and one of my it was a disappointment for me. Uh, they they switched it up a little bit, and we got more of a studio sound mm-hmm. than a instrumental sound. And I was like, eh, it's okay. It's not better than what they've done before." But, right, 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 right. I mean, uh, I, I think this is a great, great topic to pick for the first go around because we had we found a subject matter we right. can talk about and and, yeah. and put out. Uh, so we're gonna do top five lifetime next time or we'll just mix that whenever just, yeah um yeah. i mean that's at least something that we've already started working on so yeah, yeah. uh we could but, do that we could and, switch it up and we could switch to a different topic next time since we're yeah. not it's not all about music I and mean, right, right 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 some right, right, serious right. subject content going and um stuff to make you challenge touch on touch on maybe some current events or yep. something like that just a little bit and we'll put the social media out once we get it get it finished right right um yeah so we'll hopefully have a little audience chime in and say what they want us to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like this was a success. I, I believe so, too. I believe yeah, so, too. I, thank you all for listening, man. We are something else. Definitely. Uh, so, thank you, uh, Superfly TNT, for, yeah. for hosting it. Hey, salute to y'all, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. All right. All right. Great show. Peace, y'all. Peace.